Well, some of this wisdom that our two guests were describing is being applied in our universities already. Professor Duncan Bentley is Vice-Chancellor of Federation University. That's a regional university based in Ballarat. And he offered the conference some good examples of what he considered the vital need, which was to engage regional students uh, in STEM learning. Uh, Duncan Bentley, welcome to Saturday Extra. Good morning, Geraldine. Thank you for having me. Uh, Look, could you tell us about your institution's 20-year relationship with IBM and what it's delivered? Because it was a very good, real example, I thought. Yes, it's it's actually 26 years. And um, what happened was that um, we established a technology park in Ballarat. It's one of the largest uh, technology parks, and it was uh, before its time. It's now got nearly 2,500 jobs in it and contributes about um, 300 million directly to the local economy. And the overall economic contribution is 700 million. And why is that? It's because Essentially, when um, IBM moved to Ballarat and chose Ballarat as the uh, as the place where it wanted to uh, provide a lot of its services, it saw that co-location on a university campus and working with a university would provide uh, a really good pipeline of students for them to be able to um, populate uh, their workforce going forward. So. Um, the, it would have been, um, it would have worked anyway if if we'd done it, um, uh, I suppose, in parallel. But what we tried to do right from the word go was to make sure that they integrated into the design, the creation, and the delivery of what the course courses were that we were doing. And are these students being retained in the tech sector? In other words, are these really good jobs that are being created? Yes, yeah, so so what IBM does uh, for, for for the students, just in terms of the uh, um, IT professional program, for example, they do sixteen hundred hours during their degree in IBM, um, and IBM gives them scholarships uh, at the end of the degree. We've had um, uh, IBM employing 75% of them. Uh, Most of the rest are snapped up by SMEs in the tech parks, a bit as Jens was talking about, that that integration of the supply chain. And seven years later, uh, 70% of them are still with IBM. But the big thing is that 90% of the graduates stay in the regions. They don't get vacuumed up to the cities, which is happening so often at the end of school. Um, they're staying in the regions and they've got jobs with global companies. Mm. Um, what This is all despite the really lacklustre figures you presented about the engagement of regional and low SES candidates in any form of STEM. It was quite alarming. Yes, and uh, I mean, essentially what we know from the megatrends that Catherine referred to, the CSIRO report, etc., that... Uh, Almost every job going forward is going to um, require either a higher qualification or a degree, and yet the take-up of um, degrees um, in outer regional and disadvantaged students only 15%, and it's rocketing towards 50% for the rest of Australia. So what we've got to do is really get in very early in the in the preschools to overcome the childcare deserts. Um, to to be able to start children working very early on, as as Catherine said, and that's what we're trying to do out in the regional areas. Because one of the one of the issues is that 
we can't get teachers to stay in the regions, which is why working with schools early on, giving scholarships for uh, teachers to start working in the schools right from the beginning of their training will keep them in the regions so you don't have so many teachers who are having to teach maths out of out of their own field of specialization mm. english out of field of specialization we need those sorts of mechanisms to practically um, fill the gap. In fact, I think you believe that uh, career advisors also need to be considerably upskilled and that this could be, well, I think you say it is part of the area where poor choices, like the narrowing of choices, it's amazing to consider it, the perceived narrowing of choices that young people feel they have partly comes from career advisors. Uh, and and it's no fault of theirs. Uh, universities do try to work with schools. Um, schools have uh, um, huge demands on their time, on their workload, etc. Career advisors are often not given the training and the time to be able to develop um, to understand the megatrends which are occurring and the changes in, in career options. I think that will change with the um, integration of digital capability into the schools. So that sounds um, uh, whiffly waffly, but um, the reality is that the uh, in Victoria, for example, the Victorian government is partnering with some of the big technology firms to try and up um, upgrade the technology that students are using in the classroom right from the early years. So um, this, this is in creativity, this is in um, maths and STEM learning with a heavy emphasis on gamification because that's what they're doing quite often in I their see. spare time. And so let's bring it into the classroom but enable the teachers to have the technology in the classroom to be able to apply it. Um, just a texter has come, an observation on female choice for STEM. During 40 years in school tertiary teaching, there was always a greatly disproportionate number of girls of non-Anglo-Celtic backgrounds um, taking STEM subjects compared with their share of the population. Have you noticed that? Well, if you look at um, the top engineers in the world, in, in Iran and Iraq, actually the best engineers are women. And quite often it's, it's a cultural and mindset piece. And um, I, I think we really have to shift the dial there so that, uh, so that we make it absolutely normal. And I think that that's why we need to go to early childhood, introduce the technology into the classroom so it isn't seen as um, uh, a... a I suppose, a dividing sort of um, set of uh, skills that you do uh, and uh, it, it becomes absolutely the norm for every every child from a very early age. So ultimately, you're optimistic, are you? You think this can shift because <laughs> I must say at the end of the conversations in Parliament House yesterday, I did wonder. Uh, it, I mean, it's inevitably going to shift because the world is shifting around us. So we we shifted because COVID hit us these things will force us to shift. We are moving into a digital society in the same way as we're um, able to use mobile phones. We've all got all, got, um, all sorts of um, apps and whatever that we're using all the time. We wouldn't have dreamed of that uh, 25, 30 years ago. So it's going to happen. It's just how we embrace it and help to people along the journey. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Good luck. Thanks very much, Geraldine. Professor Duncan Bentley, who's Vice-Chancellor of Federation University in Ballarat. 
Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.